Welcome to Watching with the Beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And let's see, tonight I am having Yucca Maniac IPA from Free State out of Lawrence, Kansas. We've actually been by this brewery. Um, actually, if I remember right, when we were there, we had a sour that they did, which they don't usually really put out, which was pretty fucking good. I think it was a blue, it had some blueberry or something in it. It's been so long. But anyway, this here goes back. It's kind of old school. It's not a hazy, fucking Northeast style IPA. It's got Centennial Hunt, Citra Hops. It's a nice golden color, had a decent head. Um, let's see, what the fuck else? Oh, seven and a half percent. Of course, you had to look on Untapped for that because they got it marked in like little notches for different numbers four, six, and eight. And it's close to the eight, so I had to guess around seven, but it's seven and a half. It's hidden quite well. Nice citrus and, well, a little bit of maybe a hint of pine, but more floral in there it's pretty damn good and you're having crane mm -hmm. the um drive-in yes whatever at the drive-in or whatever yes it's and very good you talked about this last time or yeah. one, one time not too long ago it's very good it's yeah. it's superb it's a it's a five oh. well then it's pretty damn good yes so, and I had, yeah, last night I had um, one from Surly. We just now got Surly down here, which is a surprise. But that's maybe part of the reason they went ahead and shut down their actual whatever fuck. I would call it brew pub, but it's much bigger than that. Um, not just because of, well, obviously because of COVID, but they did sell food and everything. But their distribution range must have expanded, but... Our um, local grocery, the High B, only had two from them. Um, haven't tried the other one yet. It's a tart one with the grapefruit. But I had the extra, which is just a Citra Pale Ale. It was decent. I gave it three seven five. It was just kind of light and floral. Um, and I prefer my pills with a little more bite than that one had. Didn't have much of a hot bite. Or the Shockamaniac, I gave it a four and a quarter. And I've had it, but it's been a few years, and it's still pretty damn good. I remember it being decent the last time I'd had it. So anyway, on to loose for episode six, Blue Balls with a Z. <laughs> <clears throat> and this one revolves around a DJ murder. But at the beginning, you had a couple on the beach having sex, and... This guy comes over and puts a gun to the girl's head. She's on top. So you're thinking, oh, this is going to be the murder scene. But no, he starts shooting it. It's a squirt gun. <laughs> Tells them to get their ass in there. The party's about to start. And, I mean, and it's like almost right at the beginning. The DJ puts on his headphones, starts going, but you see a little bit of a shock go through him. And, and he's electrocuted. Yeah, he's electrocuted. And and they think he's crowd surfing because he falls right into the crowd and they're just tossing him around. Yeah. I wonder how long it took for them to notice he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then after Lucifer and Chloe arrive, Ella sees them kind of touching hands and thinks they've already had sex. But, no. And then they, she tells him that he was electrocuted and may have been an accident. Yeah, but, but 
I mean, really, they just, you know. Well, Chloe starts looking Chloe into Chloe looks it. at all the equipment, and, and you can tell. Yeah, so she, know, so. somehow she knows about yeah. this equipment. Of course, she'd been in movies, so, yeah, so you know, yeah. she maybe knew her way around that shit. But she said the surge protector had been sabotaged, and. The, uh, one of the wires had been cut, you yeah. know. Or and sliced through, so it was, you know. Lucifer I mean, just, wants to close the case to yeah, get back to previous engagements. They do. He does. Most definitely. They didn't finish the deed yet. <laughs> yeah, because Ella just, you know, interrupted. Yep. And then, um, but right, with the phone call. Yeah. But we're going back to, uh, you know, Charlie now. Charlie's crying constantly, mm-hmm. which... Well, you forgot the part where um, Chloe tells Lucifer, no, we're not going to get back to that because there's 500 potential witnesses. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, Joel Charlie is crying. He's been up all night. Linda has. And, and it's just driving Linda and Amenadiel crazy. Yeah, and Mays had a great line. She goes, pain and suffering, music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Worried about old Charlie. Yeah, she's, you know, you can tell Maze doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to end up alone like her mom. Uh, she, you know, she's there to talk to Linda, basically, because she tells Linda she scares everyone away. And Linda, she's more concerned at that point about her crying baby, of course. She can yes. hardly even pay attention to Maze. And she's like, well, be, you know, be more open, be emotionally available. Yeah, well, Maze doesn't know that stuff. She's a demon <laughs> and then we have a new character show up at the crime scene he becomes an important part of these next few episodes um, he well Ella sees him and asks if he'd like an inside scoop or something so she tells him to go talk to the LAPD media relations guy you know she's pretty polite about it yeah, but I mean, she can't tell him anything, so right. He you know. tells her she, you know, he's a struggling reporter, and, and his name's Pete. Name's Pete, and you know, so that's pretty much about it on that part. Yeah. And then the actual headlining DJ shows up, Jed Carnell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great name. <laughs> and well, he's an old ex of Chloe's. Actually. And calls her Cherry Jane. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you basically find out that you know she's the one that broke it off with Jed and stuff like that. But it's you know classic. You know he's good looking. She's you know nice looking. No. The nice looking ones you know are together. You know. Finds out you know he was divorced and Dan wasn't good enough for her. And Lucifer's actually getting jealous. I don't know why. I mean, this guy is just um, full of himself. Yeah, it seems to be, at least at this point. But later on, we find out more information about him where he's really not. I don't know. I mean, he is, but he he really isn't. He still has a thing for Chloe. That's never gone away. Yeah. But but it's as he, you know, well, later on, I'm going to talk about it. But he does say that, you know, it's something that... You remember something of the past fondly, but did, did it really, was it really like that? And was it still going to be like that? 
Well, and what gets Lucifer kind of his goat is he asks about her being in a relationship. She goes, well, I'm not in a relationship per se. Yeah, that doesn't bode well, but, I mean. Because, well, she doesn't want people at work talking about the relationship. True. So. And she t- tells Jed that Pexo, which was the other DJ, was murdered. You know, he didn't know about this yet. Or, well, he, well, knew he, he died, know. but didn't know he'd been actually murdered. Murdered, right. Says, you know, he he says they were his headphones that he went to use and that he was probably the target. Right. And then, um, so Dan's telling Lucifer that he hates Jed. You know, she never got over it. Well, he doesn't think she ever got over it, whether that's true or not. And to watch out. Yeah. 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 Watch out for this guy. Because it was something that Dan never got over, which was obvious. Which, sure, you know. And not, not ever got over him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Even. Dan didn't get over him. But his alibi ends up checking out. Um, so we got, we got May showing up in the whatever oh the crime goodness. the CSI unit with Ella yeah. and he keeps calling her Ellen. <laughs> yeah, and she's watching her. You know, with the delivery guy, with other people, and well, it was with the delivery guy, and she goes, "You hitting that?" And she's like, "No," and wants to know how she does it, how she interacts with people yeah, so well, so well. But you know. you know, she's got a friendly, open, bubbly personality. Or, yeah, bubbly personality, and a lot of people like that. So yeah. Well, they find out Jeb had been getting threatening emails from this Blanco guy, and. If, Come to find out, he doesn't want this homeless shelter built, which Jed is behind again, showing that this guy does have, you know, some compassion and stuff. Right. And then he tells them that some homeless woman had broke into the building. And after he tells them, well, you also find out that the people that are protesting this thing didn't even live in the fucking area. He just was paying he them all. Paid them. Yeah. Yeah. But after he tells him this, there's a big explosion, blows up the fucking building. Yeah. And of course, you know, Lucifer's saying that, well, Ted's either lucky because he wasn't there or he's behind it. Yeah, Jed. Trying to pin it on him. Who'd I say? Well, I said Lucifer says that. Oh, did I say Ted? You said Ted. Oh. Well, that's really dumb of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said, no one would go out of the way, or Chloe did, no one would go out of the way like that. You know, to do it twice. Yeah, yeah. Shit, and he goes, well, I went to hell and back twice. Yeah. For her. That's true. That kind of shuts her up, though. Yep. And then we got a minute deal showing, or Dan showing a minute deal how to work with diapers. Well, and actually, I don't, it wasn't really the diaper part. I think it's really the, um, it's the burrito thing. Yeah. Oh, that's it's right. It was thing. a burrito. Yeah. Wrapping like, the baby. He's like, his arms pop out. Make him a know? swaddling baby. Yeah. And, um. You know, it's just one of those things. And and Dan was completely correct on all of this, yeah. though. Well, he was, you know, he just... He, and Dan he, says he can't be around Jed because he's too perfect. Yeah. Doesn't think he can make up for things that, you know, he's done in his past. Referring to stuff that goes back to season one, I'm right. sure. Right, right. You know. And then they found the woman that... You know, was who'd broke into the track down the one who broke into the studio. She ended up not being homeless. No. But they're walking through the woods and they hear "stop or die," and <laughs> well, there's two rattlesnakes in front of them. Yeah. 
That would be die. So Lucifer throws a stick and then he moves the snakes and she's pissed. Because she was recording rattlesnake sex. <laughs> Which and could go on for days. Said yes. It's very, you know, long process. And he just fucked it all up. And the reason she went into Jed's was because she didn't plant the bomb, but it was because he'd stolen her otter sex sounds. Yeah, but, yeah, she planted the, you know, the recording devices to yeah. see if she could get him to To get him, which led them to her and yeah. stuff. But, uh, yeah, she, yeah, hoping he'd confess somehow or nothing or another. And then Jed's at the station, and there's lots of gifts for him, of course, because he's a famous DJ. Yeah. And they're worried, so they put him in a safe place. And so Lucifer ends up taking him back to his apartment. Well, only so that he can keep an eye on him and doesn't go, you know, hanging out with Chloe. That's the only reason why. He had nothing to do with being a nice guy. Well, true, yeah. He was there to kind of keep an eye on him because he admits that he isn't over Chloe still. Right. And named his foundation after her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cherry Jane. And he asked Lucifer, is, you know, is she really as great as I remember? And this is where Lucifer uses the old desire thing. And, and that's what he says. He want, he'd like... Well, he you know. says he wish he hadn't screwed things up with Chloe. Yeah. And then it says that she dumped him. And that kind of helped made Lucifer a little happier. Yeah, it did. And he says, I want to learn all you did so I don't, you know, fuck up and make that same mistake. So, but this is where Ella gets the audio from the studio and then the email from Carnal Girl... 15 or Carnal Girl 506. Right. And right. So they have all that sound on audio. Well, they hear some kind of background right, noise. They hear and the beeping. background yeah, noise is like a battery from a hearing aid dying, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they, um, they think, of course, it's a woman. Yes. Because, because it says well, Carnal Girl. So a woman with a hearing aid. Yep. You know, so then it ends up being Girls Night Out. <laughs> so, yes, it Maze will. and Linda and Ella and Maze. Oh, mm. Chloe. Durr. Yeah. Uh, I'll end up at uh, Lux, all dressed up, you know, to Maybe dance and have fun. a good time. And But that's what they're doing is going around looking for women with hearing aids. Yeah. <laughs> and the guys are all stuck at Linda's house trying to soothe Charlie. Because it ends up being that uh, Lucifer and Jed end up being going there too, and Dan's already there with Aminadil, and Charlie's still crying. So it's girls' night out and guys' night in. And Jed had told Lucifer that Chloe loves a mystery, and once they became a couple, she kind of lost interest. Because she wants, she sees everything as a case. Yeah, which and so which gives Lucifer really stupid ideas. Oh yeah, like not answering his phone, throwing his phone out the window. Yeah, that's a good one. Throwing All kinds of dumb shit. Yeah, you know. So, um, and Maze actually ends up getting Ella's name right too. <laughs> well, that's because she's already dressed up like Ella. <laughs> yeah, so she, she's well, dressing yeah, up she'd like come Ella, in, acting like Ella. Yep. 
acting like her. This trying, is before they went yeah, to Lux. Trying to actually be more cheerful and all this other kind of stuff. But she finds out when they're at Lux that it gets to be... Uh, it's not her. And it just wears on her nerves. Right. And... Well, Dan and Amanda were using the itsy bitsy spider, trying to calm down old Charlie. Poor little Charlie. And then, like, well, shouldn't you be at the Sting of Lux when Lucifer shows up? And he he knows nothing about it. He goes, well, I'm trying to be mysterious, because you know he wasn't answering the fucking call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But that's when um, Jed mysteriously just disappears. Yeah, he disappeared. But um, they did ask Lucifer who knew how to stop the crying. Or they were, you know, how do you stop the crying? And he pulls out his flask and tried whiskey. (laughs) Poor little Charlie. That was great. But um, they do run into a girl, Maze does, named Karen. Who sucks the soul out of. Yeah, because she really is kind of a. (laughs) Out of poor Maze. A bore. So Maze really doesn't have a soul now. Because yeah. that girl just never sh- shuts the hell up. <laughs> well, and we did have Jed trying to help calm down Charlie. He's holding him in his little yeah. seat thing. and But only... Dan comes over and, you know, says that you're going too, too fast. fast. <laughs> so he takes and starts doing it. He goes, well, I learned this from having a baby with Chloe just to rub it in. <laughs> yeah. You got three guys there, basically... That have had a relationship of some type with Chloe. Yes. A romantic relationship. That's true. So that's like, holy hell, three of them all together. And you got Ella trying to hook up with some bad boy. You know, Maze kind of tells her, you know, you deserve someone better, you know. Well, she doesn't, you know, she's... And I, so I should learn from someone else. Yeah, she's Ella's like, don't to, be like me. Yeah, she's trying know. to get a relationship. And, and she's like, well, I shouldn't be like you if this is what you, you know, think that you're worth. And so that kind of makes Ella wake up a little bit. Yeah. And Linda and Chloe were talking about Lucifer and the sex partners he had, the thousands. Oh. <laughs> and with men and women and men. True, yeah. So this is when Lucifer throws the phone out the window as she calls him. He's trying to be mysterious. Yep. And then, well, Jed was gone. Yep. And but it pisses Lucifer off. Oh, yeah. Well, Dan so tells him that bad. You know, he's being taken advantage of. Yep. And, um, yeah. so. So, well, then Dan, Dan goes out and leaves. tries to find Jed. Right. You know, real quickly. And Lucifer's so fucking pissed off, his eyes are glowing. And then all of a sudden, his devil face comes out. And Charlie's looking at him like, wow, you're awesome and yep. cool. And Actually causing the laugh. He yep. starts doing the devil face. So, now we know what calms Charlie down. Yep. The devil face. Well, and Amenadale told him, he's like, you, know, you let him manipulate you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Amenadale talks him into staying so he can... Keep Charlie calm. And guess where Jed goes? To Lux. You know, he talks about, well, this song's for you, Cherry Cherry Jane. Jane. (laughs) And Karen's headed up towards him and looks like she's getting ready to pull out a gun or something. Yeah. But she actually pulls out her phone and, you know, for a selfie. And this man comes out from the side and he pulls out a gun. 
Yeah, but before then, before he has a gun, she gets, uh, I mean, busted to the ground. Yeah, Maze. Was it Maze? Yeah, because it was Maze. Yeah, because that was her friend. Karen, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. She thought she had a weapon. And this guy comes out with a gun and points it at Jed. And starts yelling at him, telling them what you did. Well, of course, he really don't know what he did. It was one night with her and didn't know that she was married. married. So it's really her, not him. I mean, Yeah. yeah, he... Had sex with her. Called him a one night home wrecker. Yeah, it's his wife's fault. And then he then he admits right there that he messed up with the other DJ in the explosion. Exactly. So he's already murdered someone. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's a big deal. And and he says, you know, well she left me for this guy who's stupid, hot, and charitable DJ. (sighs) And friend said, you know, I just let him walk all over me. Well, it wasn't him. Or let her walk all over me, actually. Yeah. It was, you know, her. She did, I mean, it's her fault. Yep. And Jed runs off, and so Ron's pointing the gun at him, and Chloe just grabs him by the arm and fucking throws his ass to the ground. Yep. And then we got Linda all passed out. Of course, oh. she hadn't been sleeping. She hadn't been sleeping, and here she is exhausted from taking care of, a, you know, a baby that's upset. Yep. And Jed thanks Chloe, and she finally admits that she's in a relationship with Lucifer. Yep. And then the new guy, Pete, shows up. Yep, because he's going to cover this little thing that's going on. Yeah, and Ella asks if he wants to go, out, know, with go out with her. <laughs> and he is the nice guy. Yep, Maze even says he seems nice. Yep. And, and, you know. She's like, well, so are you, Maze. We're good. <laughs> and then, yeah, but Maze is like, well, am I scary? And Ella's like, well, yeah, but you're good scary. You know. And you know, she's like, Well you'll find your soulmate and she kinda says to yourself, You can't find one if you don't have, have a soul. soul. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now then we got Dan going back to the house. Well that's because he's called yeah. back to the house. Because mm-hmm. Lucifer calls him mm-hmm. and says, you know, Dan, can you come back? Blah blah blah. Yes. And that didn't work out so well. No, because through the window he sees Lucifer and Amenadiel with Charlie and Amenadiel has his arm around Lucifer like you know you're doing a like he's doing a good deed which he is because he's got his double face going on and he's making faces scary faces at Charlie yeah and that totally freaks Daniel yes it does and then when he runs off gets in his car Michael steps out from behind a tree with the phone with the phone and then just tosses it yeah so you know, you know. And Lucifer then sitting in the apartment having a drink. Chloe shows up. And he said he was just getting ready to come see her because he's misplaced his phone. Well. <laughs> Throwing it out the window is not quite misplacing it. Sure. But, you know. But they both confessed <clears throat> that they kind of messed up, that they just didn't communicate very well. Yeah. You know. Listening to advice from others. Other people, you know. Not saying what you really need to say and and stuff like that. She was talking about how she was nervous and said things a normal person would say and then we're not normal. No, they are different than most couples. She starts to leave, they kiss, and she ignores her phone and they bone. And they bone. (laughs) They finally got to it. Yep. Which leads us right into the next one, our mojo... 
which Lucifer thinks is the cause of the issue of this episode. So mm-hmm. they're waking up. Because it's his mojo. And yeah. <laughs> he asked her if she's cold, and she's like, no. no. Goes, well, hell's freezing over. Because that's what she'd uh-huh. said. And they wouldn't have had sex until hell froze over. Yeah. <clears throat> so she just jokingly asked him what he truly desires. Yeah, she's doing the breakfast thing. Yeah. You know. And he says, I want to have sex four more times. Well, six actually. And he kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, but she didn't get it. She doesn't know the mojo. No, she does not yet yeah. even realize it. Yeah, she thinks it was just him going Joking along around. with the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And then, so he goes over Linda's. Of course, because that's always the first place he goes to is Linda. <laughs> and he hears this weird noise, and she's wearing wearable breast pumps. Yep. <clears throat> and he starts telling with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Detective has his mojo, and, and they the, for a minute they think that actually anybody he's had sex with might have gotten his mojo. So of course he has Linda try it on him, and it it didn't work. No. Yeah, she, she's like, <clears throat> your mojo is your superpower. You know, you've had lots of partners. Yeah, and but she wasn't. No. And she was one of his partners. Exactly. So, you know, tried it, did not work. No, it didn't work. So, and we got Ella asking if she did, when she sees Chloe, if they did the no pants dance. Yeah, because they're at another crime scene, you know. And, of course, she uh, is kind of surprised when Chloe actually admits that they did. Yeah, she she's walking, she goes, Chloe says yes, and she goes, well, I'm sorry, you know. And then it's like, oh, wait, you did? <laughs> you know? So then Ella and the nice reporter. Yep, she admits to Chloe that he wasn't always that nice, though. Now we know what that means. <laughs> exactly. And for some reason, Dan called him sick. Yes. And so the murder this time is a famous soprano. There's white lilies. They realize she'd been injected with a paralytic. And her vocal cords had been cut. Mm -hmm. But there was no sign of forced entry. It's pretty gruesome. I mean, it really is. Yeah, just tied to the chair. Well, just to realize that to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, to be sitting there paralyzed and not be able to fight back or anything. Right. And, And drown on your own blood. Neighbor calls it in, and so Lucifer's trying his mojo on this kid, Norman. Calls him Normski. <laughs> uh, mojo like, doesn't work. No, and he's like, Detective, you stole my mojo. Because he's sitting there trying it on cops, and the one cop's <laughs> like, well, Is this about the secret Santa? We, nobody's supposed to know about this and <laughs> shit. And so we find out Norman was actually playing video games during this whole time, and he heard the singing and then some arguing, so he turned up the volume on his headphones, and you know, that was that. Yeah. <clears throat> and but he was used to the singing. He just wasn't, you know, just the arguing. Yeah, he, you know, he got, you know. he got used to all that shit. Yeah. And Lucifer tells Chloe he wants his mojo back. Yep, he does. Yeah. And she tries the mojo on Lucifer again, and what he says is that he wants his mojo back. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah, she mojo's Lucifer, yeah. Yep. And then we got Amenadil. He's putting this toy together. For yeah, he's putting a walker. Charlie. It's like a walker with yeah. a bunch of shit on it. it. And it's got a bunch of shit. And then Maze, you know, she's walking in and she's like, you know, you're spoiling this kid. She goes, I had two toys, a sharp rock and a dull rock. <laughs> One to stab things and the other to make, uh, to try to make it sharp. So, <laughs> I mean, she thinks that Amenadiel is going way overboard with this kid thing. And she looks at you know, him putting this together, yeah, and said that, well, Linda told me you were out dodging baseball bats with Dan. And <laughs> she goes, well, I dodge knives. Charlie's just a spoiled brat. You know, but yeah, she, when she was talking about the <laughs> dodging baseball bats, he's like, no, we're just going to go to the Dodgers game. She goes, well, that's more boring, you know. And he goes, well, you know, I pretty much was doing this because Dan didn't show up. Yeah, which goes back to the, he called in sick, which is odd. Yes. And he says, you know, he can't even remember how he spent time before he even had Charlie. Yeah, which you can see it kind of weighs on him a bit. Yeah. And, but the, you're just going, that's normal. He gives a smile. Yeah. You know, and then, um, so the, we find out that the murder victim had, had weekly voice lessons. And there was a sext exchange with the guy, and, well, they look him up, see that he was married. Or is married. Yes. It doesn't say was. It right. doesn't say is. is. married. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they think that maybe she found out um, the wife and, you so know. This guy or was, not the wife, but, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then we got Pete showing up and telling Ella he's got two VIP ticks to the Star Trek convention and <clears throat> she's talking about how it's her thing and starts speaking Klingon and Lucifer says look she even speaks Chewbacca <laughs> 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 so, that was pretty funny at least he knew Chewbacca yeah, I mean, he's telling her you know hey this is your thing not his she goes well, this, you know, it's it, could be in, it could be anybody's yeah. thing you know, it's a thing we got in common so, um, yeah, that was a pretty funny moment when he says she speaks Chewbacca. <laughs> so they go, Chloe and Lucifer go to see the vocal coach. She uses the mojo, you know. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, my desire is pretty much to tell you whatever you, you know, want. Right. And so they, you know, we got the pupil leaving the masters pretty much what Lucifer's trying to say and you know didn't want her to he said well I didn't want her to throw it all away because she was going to go public against the major star right and he knew that if she did that would probably ruin her career her career right and that was the only thing they argued about <clears throat> yes and then we go to a scene of Dan at Charlotte's grave which you'd have to watch the first several episodes or seasons to know who Charlotte was which Originally, she was an attorney. Then she was Lucifer's mom. Then I think she went back to. She did turn back, but she went back to a confused. Yeah. It was uh, Charlotte. Totally, yeah, yeah, different. And she became a different person too. Yeah, she did. And he's telling her he's trying to be a better person, and I've seen something that proves that I've got to get it right. 
Well, he thinks he's going to go to hell. Yeah, he thinks he's going to go to hell. He's like, you're in heaven, and I don't think I'll be joining you. I'm terrified. And he says that actually Aminadil said she was in heaven. Yes. And Aminadil had told her. Told him that, yeah, she was in heaven. Yeah. And he said, I need help and guidance, and then also... And he wanted to sign. Yes. And that's when his sign showed up. Michael shows up. Wings and all. Of course, at first he thinks it's Lucifer, you know. Right. Yeah, he goes, then he points out the scar. Yeah, and he says he's opposite. I mean, he's an archangel, you know, um, and he's good to Lucifer's evil. And he tells Dan that there's a way for him to protect his loved ones. Mm hmm. Yeah. Then we're back at Lucifer's apartment, and Chloe's with him, and Niels. I mentioned some guy named Niels, who's this famous. Singer, right? <clears throat> Opera he's star. their next next suspect on the list. Yeah, but he's on a plane, <clears throat> noting we can't do anything till um, he lands. And he's like, "Well, I disagree." You know. Well, Lucifer Jafar just wants to have sex so he can get his mojo back. Yeah, so he goes down to. You know, with me on top this time, uh-huh. trying to you know get the mojo back. She goes, "What is this a mojo STD?" <laughs> is what she's trying to say. And um, so that that was pretty good. Uh, they end up um, at Linda's, not her house, but the, in the no, office, because they're gonna couples have couples therapy. therapy already, and they're barely even a couple. Right, exactly. And Linda doesn't think that Lucifer is being that immature. Chloe does, but she's like, well, you know, not really, you know. And then he starts saying. You know certain things, and she goes, "Well, I take, I take that back." You know, but <laughs> I mean, she's got a point. It is his thing. He's had it for millennia. Yeah, no shit. And now all of a sudden it's gone, and she has it. You know, so yeah. Well, and she says pretty much that, you know, it'd be like if someone took your badge and gun. You know, I mean, it, it's who you are. Yeah. But Chloe's really not thinking of it still that way. No, you can not tell, quite. you know, she's really mm-hmm. not. You're asking if she can do anything. Linda's like, well, school didn't cover the celestial, you know, <laughs> shit in med school. It wasn't covered. No. So nothing about the celestial powers. And then we got Amanda Maze. She shows up with his and tosses him his old cloak that he'd worn in the first season. Kind of like a hoodie... With the sleeves off. Yeah. I mean, she uh, she thinks, uh, she tells him that he needs to get back to his old self, you know, get him out of this daddy thing yep. that he's dealing with. But um, it's She not, calls him a lame-ass da- bad baby daddy. Yeah. But it, it, as they go through this whole scenario, it's really not for him in a deal. It's for her. Yeah. She throws a knife at him and then licks his face. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, she's picking a fight, Yep. and he goes with it. I mean... she goes, Yeah, she's like, well, see, you're enjoying this, and he puts it up against the wall, then they end up kissing, mm-hmm. and the maze is just like, this isn't working. And he's like, yeah, I don't think it is working. She goes, not for you, for me. Yeah, I didn't mean you. So, so. <clears throat> we know that she's still struggling with all of her, you know, abandonment issues. Then we meet old Niels. He's 
in the middle of a rehearsal. And he is an asshole. Oh yeah, he's an older guy, so he's obviously been around quite a long time. And he's full of his... Before you had to treat people decent. Uh-huh. He's full of his old, <clears throat> saggy, bald self. Yep. And now Lucifer has a gun he's carrying. <laughs> and a badge. It's like, well, it's... Yeah, it's our gun. And then we got Nils being the asshole like you said. He throws a skull at some guy doesn't think is listening to him. And um, <laughs> just ridiculous. He's like, you know, we're L.A., both L.A.P.D. Mm-hmm. You know, Which he's not. <laughs> no. And she says, you know, there's all this evidence against you being whatever, an asshole pretty like, much. Yeah, the way you I treat am. people. And goes, yeah, but it's irrelevant. Yeah. He goes, the worse the rep, the better. It's not going to make any difference. And they, he didn't kill her, you no. know. And so then Lucifer wants, you know, Chloe to use the mojo. And she uses <laughs> the mojo. And he's like, I just want you out of my face. Yeah, he goes, I just want this to be over with. And so they're kind of looking at each other. and well, He tells her to use it again. He says, say truly this time. And you it, truly desire. He says the same thing. Well, no, he says, is she having a stroke? Oh, yeah, she having a stroke, right. <laughs> Lucifer <laughs> tries, and he goes, is this the way you people solve crimes? So it's, so it's not working for either one of them on this really guy. It's really not working, yeah. He's like, well, he's, he's an asshole, yes, but murderer, no. You know, and then um, some, the vocal coach wants an autograph. And shit, so they kind of that leads them back to you know being starstruck. Mojo, and yeah, the mojo didn't, didn't really work. didn't work at this, you know. Mm-mm. And um, so now we got another victim yeah. in the chair. She, yeah, she's tied to the chair and she's screaming. Yeah, you got a guy coming in with lilies, and he's you know, middle to. Uh, oh, he's in his 50s. Yeah, approximately. Yeah. And <clears throat> she's like, seems to be happy that he's there, but uh, she shouldn't be. Yeah. They find some glitter. And, and the white lilies. They think that the glitter means she's probably a stripper. And like, no, she's a school teacher. So they think it's part of her, you know, just. Yeah, it was something that she'd had. From the school, you know, and stuff like that. And her vocal cords were also slashed. Right. You know, and like, you know, why take away their voice? And then, like, no, it's to take away the, the their power. power. Right. That's what Lucifer says. Yeah. And then they, you know, they find, well, Ella and Chloe are talking, and they find that, you know, there are other murders in other states. Mm-hmm. And they're similar, but not exactly similar. And then, you know, uh, Ella's, like, more upbeat now. So, trying, yes, you know, Chloe's like, well, why are you optimistic all of a sudden? She goes, well, you know, Peter told her to concentrate on things she had gotten right and not, you know, on the things that she had gotten wrong. Yes. And, you know, she has a good guy in her corner, so mm. she is much more confident. Yeah, she's feeling less powerless. And so they go to a flower shop, get some leads, you know, the... <clears throat> They were thinking at first that they were being grown by himself, but then we got Grandma 
working in here and who doesn't like cops. Yeah, at this floral shop. Yeah, she's Asian, so Lucifer can understand her and communicate with her. And he can speak every language. Yes. So, you know, there's glitter on the ribbon that they used for the flowers. Somebody, a middle-aged man, had bought flowers in cash and had gotten an Uber. And so that leads them... Mm, that makes it easier you know, to find them. They can't do anything with the flowers except for get, you know, kind of a description of the man. But, you know, then they have to go back to the Uber to get the more detailed information as to where he lived. Menadil finds out that Maze's issues weren't about Eve leaving her. Well, her he already knew. Yeah. Yeah, he already knew. Yeah. And they were they're drinking it up at Lux, you know. And she's angry that she's a soulless offspring from Lilith. Yeah, due you know. to eternal torture. And she thinks that only an angel could love a demon, so that's why she kind of was thinking this whole thing with Aminadil. But um, she didn't reject him. Mm. You know, as he tells her, she went on her own path. And Aminadil thinks that she can find anything that she wants, and that she is... You know, she may not not need a soul, or she may just—it's just not her time to well, find someone yet. Yeah, it's like, have you ever heard of demon getting souls? Like, well, no, but you know, you got an angel, with the human making a baby, the devil in love with a human. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, we'll he's basically saying anything's possible. Yes. He's never saying that a demon cannot have a soul. He's just saying anything is possible. And she's not hearing that at all. <laughs> and then we got a little scene in a... Well, it's an apartment building. Kind of looks like a hotel in a way. It does look like a the hotel. The way everything's set up. But it's just like The Shining. Mm-hmm. Got a little kid instead of a trike. He's on a big wheel. And Lucifer just kind of like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And so they... They're, they're looking for this killer. So they've got the address from the Uber. You know, yeah. and so um, right when they find the apartment, she finds out they have the warrant, and he kicks down the door. They find pictures, um, the receipt for flowers, and but no person is there. No, and Ellen, Ellen, Pete show up straight from the convention, and you know a lot of apologies there for ruining that. But yeah, they end up in the dark room, and they um. They find pictures find of some... yeah, what could probably be the next victim because the walls and the carpet look the same as to where they're at. Yes, they're very the similar. And they find out this is on the ninth floor. They were on the fifth floor because they were in room 507. And yeah. so they go up to the ninth floor and they kind of split up, go apartment to apartment. Lucifer finds a door ajar, enters... And before he knows it, he gets injected. Yeah, but then he turns around, grabs the man by the throat, lifts him him up, and but it doesn't. It it does. Yeah, he is starting to kind of lose it. And And the guy's like, you know, you're awful strong. You know, that's why it's taking a while. He goes, but the vocal cords are the first thing to go. Yeah, you know. And so he falls to the floor, Lucifer falls to the floor, and this guy drags him to the kitchen. And that's where you see there is a woman that's tied to a chair, and she's also paralyzed. Now, she hasn't been cut or anything, 
But she is Not tied yet. up on purpose. Yeah, and he says, you know, they never listened. They have to now. Yeah. That point. And then um, Chloe enters. He grabs a knife while she's over there, you know, talking to Lucifer and stuff. And he knocks her gun loose. And so when he's getting ready to stab her, she reaches over and pulls out Lucifer's gun. Yep. And she shoots him, man. Yep. And unfortunately, she didn't kill him. Well, she didn't want to because she wants to make sure she gets all the information on him and he can pay. True. And they, he missed to all four murders. Yeah, he missed all four more murders when they got him in the cell. And, and they even gave him a name. Well, the paper had. Yeah, Whisper Killer. And he was not happy about no, that. No, that pisses him off. And, you know, Pete uh, had to do the piece on the killer. So Pete thinks that uh, Lucifer doesn't like him. But he yeah. wants Lucifer to like him so that Ella can be happy. Because Ella likes Lucifer. Yeah. And, and he thinks that, you know, that him and Ella make a pretty good team. That, yeah. uh, But that maybe he's just not good enough for her. But it's really up to her and not up to him. And Lucifer's listening to all this, taking it in, trying to learn. Because he's got a his <laughs> own relationship to deal with. Well, he... He pretty much tells Lucifer, I'm doing something wrong, let me know. And Lucifer's, no, on the contrary, you guys empower each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then Linda, Linda <laughs> and Amenadiel, I was going to call Linda Mendenew. I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. I was putting the two names together, you know, and she's like, well, she asked him if he, you know, misses going out. And he goes, well, I drank enough of maize that, um... I've had enough booze the last several months. Yeah. And then, you know, he kind of tells her what happened and how they fought. And, you know, he says she just really needed someone to talk to. Right. Well, she's ready to have her night out. And he's ready to have his night in with Charlie. And he's okay with not having much of a life right now. And that being a dad's all he needs right now. Yeah. You know, and he's like, if we do a good job. <clears throat> well, Linda says, if we do a good job. He will need us less and less every day. And that doesn't make him happy. No, that doesn't make him happy either. No. No. And then Lucifer goes to the apartment. And Chloe's there going over the case. And he's like, hey, wait a minute. You know, it's never been used like this pretty much. Yeah. She just still has some questions about the case. You can tell she's just still looking through everything. And, you know, he starts talking about being the new normal, whatever, and he's like, you work, I drink. (laughs) So, well, let's go out on the deck. And starts talking about him being vulnerable around her. And And she feels like she's finally getting through his, you know, tough skin, basically. And if you notice, he's still wearing Dan's bracelet that Dan gave him. Yeah. Which I thought was strange very true and then dan shows up with a gun but he pulls out a gun sees chloe and says i'm sorry i have to and then he shoots lucifer and remember he's vulnerable when chloe's around chloe's around this is the end of that shot and falls to the floor yes he does Time-wise, I think we'll just um, stop there. We'll finish up the very last episode soon. Mm -hmm. And we got an episode of The Boys to Watch. Yep. Just came out today. So 
Um, what we'll probably do is do the <clears throat> final episode along with our kind of first take on the boys. Just kind of a quick review of this episode. Coming up, episode five? Yeah. This is the second one that's been on the following Friday after the first three released. So I am M Connor six 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 on Untapped. She's MC Vampire and Thronabeer at gmail.com and we are out for now.